0: Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today is the first of two running back podcasts that we're going to be releasing this week. I'll explain what the criteria is here in just a second, Uh, but we do have a lot of fantasy football content coming your way this week. We're going to have the two running back pods, we're going to have two receiver pods, as well as a mock draft episode coming up shortly. Also, we'll have the preview of the FedEx St. Jude Golf Tournament on Tuesday as well, if you are a fantasy golf enthusiast. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please rate and subscribe. It will really help me out a lot, but without further ado, let's go ahead and start talking about running backs. In this episode, we are going to be going over the running backs that I am buying heading into the 2022 season. The reason I am doing it this way is because in fantasy football every player that you put on your team comes with a price tag, usually in the form of where you draft them at. These are guys where I really like where their price is at right now. I really like where they can be had at drafts. So I'm going to go over seven running backs and their ADPs and why I think they will outperform where their ADPs currently are. Now, if you're wondering what ADP is, ADP stands for average draft position. And when I quote ADPs in this episode, is going to be taken from an aggregate of multiple sites that include ESPN, Yahoo, and Sleeper. So if it varies on your individual website, that is something to look into, but I'm going to be talking about the aggregate. If you're looking for more of a straight rankings running back podcast, I do not have a podcast where I'm going to be ranking running backs. It will take way too long. However, my full running back rankings, as well as every other position, are available on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. Last disclaimer, just because a running back is on the buy list does not mean I would draft him ahead of a running back on the sell list. Again, consult my rankings for individual player-by-player discussions. All right, now let's get into it with the first running back that I am buying heading into the 2022 season. Aaron Jones, running back of the Green Bay Packers, is currently being drafted with an ADP of 20, and he is being drafted as the 11th running back off the board. I really like Aaron Jones. He is being drafted behind guys like Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, and Alvin Kamara, who all have a much more difficult path to being a top five running back. With Aaron Jones... There seems to be two concerns that are kind of uh, hovering around him this season that seem to have him falling down draft boards. The first is that the Packers offense without Devontae Adams is going to score less points. Well, that actually does not seem to affect Aaron Jones whatsoever. In the last two seasons, he averaged 22.8 points per game when Devontae Adams was out. That would be the second-ranked running back in fantasy football if you extrapolated that to a full season. The second concern that people have with Aaron Jones is the emergence of A.J. Dillon. Here's an interesting nugget. Aaron Jones averages more fantasy points per game when A.J. Dillon is active. Seems counterintuitive, right? Not really. What happens is when A.J. Dillon plays, Aaron Jones sees all of the passing down work. A.J. Dillon is not a pass catcher. So Aaron Jones averages significantly more targets when A.J. Dillon is active. Now about those targets, between losing Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the Green Bay Packers lost 43% of their targets from last season. Some of those targets have to go somewhere, and I think that some of them will be going to Aaron Jones, quarterback's best friend is checking it down to a running back who can get you yards after the catch. Last season, Aaron Jones finished as RB11, and he missed two games. In 2020, he was RB5. In 2019, he was RB2. Currently, he's being drafted as RB11. I think that he's being drafted closer to where his floor is than to where his ceiling is. We're going to talk on these two podcasts about how every player has a range of outcomes from a floor to a floor to a ceiling. I like drafting guys at their floor, not at their ceiling. This feels like Aaron Jones's floor. I can't see him playing a full season and finishing any worse than RB11. So I really think that with where Aaron Jones is at right now, I would absolutely be willing to buy him. I'd be willing to buy him a few picks earlier as well. To me, he gives more safety and more upside than any running back who is being drafted near him. Now, another quick nugget on A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is not on the buy list, but here are some stats that I found while researching Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon finished with more rushing yards, attempts, And touchdowns than Aaron Jones last season, and he was a top 10 running back for just the second half of last season. Being pro Aaron Jones does not mean I am anti AJ Dillon. I think there is room for both of them to be successful in fantasy in Green Bay's offense, and I think that Green Bay's offense is something to pay close attention to as we get closer to the season. The first running back I am buying is Aaron Jones. The second running back that I am buying is Javante Williams of the Denver Broncos. He is currently being drafted with an ADP of 21 and is the 12th running back coming off the board. Last season, Javante Williams finished as RB17. The main concern around Javante is the fact that Melvin Gordon is still in Denver and there's the possibility of a backfield committee. Like I said, he finished RB17 last year. Melvin Gordon was still there last year. I cannot envision Melvin Gordon having a bigger role this year because he is only continuing to get older, and Javante Williams is entering his second year and now has more experience in an NFL offense. It's also important to note that the Broncos signed Melvin Gordon at like the absolute tail end of free agency. He went around to other teams, you know, looking for to see what he could get, looking to see if there was any interest, and he ended up back at the Broncos, and the Broncos are kind of like, Yeah, we'll we'll re-sign you, but it doesn't seem to me like he features into their long-term plans. I also think that the Broncos offense will be better with Russell Wilson under center. Russell Wilson led teams in Seattle love to run the football, especially when they get in the red zone. I think there's incredible upside for Javante Williams. I think his floor is about around RB 15 and he's being drafted at RB 12 and I could absolutely see Javante Williams finishing in the top five and so buy stock now in Javante Williams. The third running back that I am buying heading into 2022 is Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. Saquon currently has an ADP of 25 and is the 14th running back being taken off the board. With Saquon, it simply boils down to this. He has legitimate RB1 upside. He has actually finished a season as RB1 before. I also think this is his first fully healthy season in three years. Remember last year he was coming off of the ACL. He played week one, but he didn't really see a full workload until about week three, which means he was playing not at 100%. Well, guess what? Now I think he is at that 100%. I think that the new offensive play caller in Brian Dable will be a great help to Saquon. I think he's a lot better offensive mind than the people who have been with the New York Giants previously. And I also think that Saquon doesn't really have anybody seriously competing for touches. The Giants also invested in their O-line by drafting Evan Neal. And here's another interesting stat with Saquon. Every season he has played... If he had not suffered any injuries, he would have been on pace for 50 catches every single year, and we love that out of running backs, especially in PPR scoring. I think that Saquon has incredible upside, and you can get him as the 14th ranked running back off the board. To me, that is like an auto draft if he falls that far to me. I think he is going to finish much higher than RB14 if he can stay healthy, and like I said, this is the healthiest he's been in three years, absolutely buying Saquon heading into next season. Next up on the buy list is Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He currently has an ADP of 47 and is the 21st running back taken off the board. I am a big believer in the Jacksonville Jaguars offense this season. I think with the coaching change from Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, I think they now have a legitimate NFL offense, whereas last season they did not. Doug Peterson is a great offensive mind. He won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Anybody who can win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles has an above-average offensive mind. And I think with Travis Etienne, you look at not only what he can do on the ground, but what he can do through the air as well. Doug Peterson has called him their Debo Samuel, which, I mean, Debo Samuel finished as receiver two last season. So if, you know, if that really fits, we're looking at a big upside season for Travis Etienne. I have faith in Doug Peterson to find creative ways to get him the ball. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, wait a minute, we've never seen Travis Etienne do this in the NFL. I totally get that, but let me tell you this. If you add up 2019 and 2020, Travis Etienne led all of the NCAA in broken tackles total for those two seasons. What also plays into his favor, is that last season in his rookie season, Trevor Lawrence checked down on 11% of his attempts. And I don't think any of the backs he was throwing to are necessarily as good as Travis Etienne was at catching and running after the catch. So if that 11% check down rate continues, I think you're going to see a lot of targets and a lot of yards for Travis Etienne. Uh, We're not also looking at a guy who's just a receiving back he's a do-it-all guy he did it all at Clemson he weighs 215 pounds he definitely has the size to still be in in the red zone and at the goal line and I think ETN possesses incredible upside at RB21 let's take a quick break and then get back to the running backs if you would like to see my full rankings heading into the 2022 fantasy football season, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. All of the rankings are available on there for free. And there is a plethora of premium articles that are designed to give you more stats and numbers to help you win your fantasy league this season. So check out the rankings, check out the articles. And if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please rate and subscribe. Now let's get back to the action. Next up on the buy list is Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt currently has an ADP of 75 and is the 29th running back taken off the board. Injuries kind of hampered his 2021 season, but when he was fully healthy in 2020, Kareem Hunt finished as RB10. He has legitimate top 10 upside in this range it's also important to know that nick chubb his teammate missed five games in 2020 and three games last season so there is a chance where kareem hunt is going to have a few games where he's going to see the lion's share of the work in that cleveland offense since 2017 his rookie season among all running backs kareem hunt is sixth in points per touch he's a very efficient player when the ball gets in his hands Now, like I said, I'm kind of throwing out last season, but if you look back to 2020 with a healthy Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns had a very competent offense. As deplorable as I think the Deshaun Watson suspension is, it is a situation where we as fantasy owners can take advantage of the production. What I mean by that, I expect the Cleveland offense to be very effective with Deshaun under center for the last 10 games. I think QB play is going to give both of the Cleveland running backs an opportunity to score a lot of points because they're going to be in the red zone. And Kareem Hunt is the guy who's going to be getting the check down throws. Now, I did all this research for Kareem Hunt, and this morning he actually requested for a trade. That puts him in a very precarious position. If he stays on the Browns, I still very much would buy him where he is at. However, if he gets traded, there are legitimate teams where he could get traded to. And to me, he is instantly a top 10 running back. Example one would be the Buffalo Bills. If Kareem Hunt ends up being a Buffalo Bill, he is instantly a top 10 running back in my opinion. So if you draft Kareem Hunt now, There is a very good opportunity that he gets traded into a situation where his value instantly increases. I like him where he's at on the Browns, and I really like where he's at if he gets traded to a better situation. So stay close in monitoring this situation as time goes by because it's very fluid, as a lot of situations in the NFL are, but he could find himself in a situation where he can put up fantasy points in bunches this season. Kareem Hunt. Absolutely buying where he's at right now. Next up is Chase Edmonds of the Miami Dolphins. Edmonds is currently being drafted with an ADP of 92 and is the 34th running back off the board. What I think is important to know about Chase Edmonds is that the Dolphins made it a priority to sign Edmonds. He was one of the first key free agents that was signed when free agency opened up this offseason. The Dolphins' new head coach, Mike McDaniel. His offense lends itself to running backs with a similar play style to Chase Edmonds, like we've seen with Elijah Mitchell, like we've seen with Raheem Mostert, Debo Samuel. That offense is really an offense that is running back friendly. In 2021, Mike McDaniel's offense in San Francisco was fourth in running the ball out of all teams in the NFL. So guess what? If the Dolphins rise to fourth, Edmonds is going to be getting the bulk of those carries because right now Raheem Mostert is not quite fully healthy. I think even if he does get back to being active for week one, he might not be 100%. It's also important to know that in terms of points per touch, I mentioned this stat with Kareem Hunt earlier, Chase Edmonds is 5th in points per touch since he entered the league. Chase Edmonds was also ranked 12th in PPR scoring among all running backs before he got hurt last season. I think that running back 34 is a very good price for Edmonds because I think that that price anticipates a timeshare between Edmonds and Mostert. I think among the two, Edmonds is the one you want. Edmonds is going to be receiving a lot of the receiving work. I know I said the word receiving twice, but Edmonds is a great pass-catching back. So I think that that price tag is very accessible right now. I think he has legitimate top 10 upside, and I'm all over Chase Edmonds being drafted as RB34. Quick sidebar. Chase Edmonds' arrival in Miami presents a very high-risk, high-reward opportunity in Arizona. James Conner is now going to be the main feature back in Arizona. When Chase Edmonds was inactive last season, James Conner took the role by storm and ended up finishing in the top 10 among all running backs. Now, with that situation being resolved, how it is, this presents a very high upside opportunity for Connor because of his workload. However, his health is going to be a big question mark. He's very injury prone. And also, Connor scored a ridiculous amount of touchdowns last season, especially for a team who has a quarterback who is a threat to run it in the end zone every time he touches the ball. James Connor, very high risk, high reward. He does not make my buy list officially. However, I did find that it was worth talking about him because I did talk about Chase. Segments. Now, on to running back seven. The last running back on my buy list for 2022 is Ronald Jones II of the Kansas City Chiefs. His current ADP is 119, and he is the 42nd running back taken off the board. When you're looking at this range in a draft, you're drafting your backups. So you're either going to be looking at handcuffs, or maybe your low ceiling, high floor, bi-week fillers, or in the case of Ronald Jones II, high upside players. In my opinion, Ronald Jones II has a lot of upside. His competition in the Kansas City backfield is going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his two seasons in the league so far, has proven to be not a very efficient player. Edwards-Hilaire has gotten a lot of touches, And done. not a whole lot with it. He doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. He doesn't make a lot of big plays. Ronald Jones II doesn't have to do a whole lot to be the better option, in my opinion. As they currently stand, Jones is in line to get the goal line work. I think he's much more suited for a goal line back than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is. And so if Jones can kind of take away that role from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, He's going to finish as a top 15 running back. That offense in Kansas City is so explosive, so elite. Andy Reid is such a good play caller. That running back role is so coveted like remember when they had Damian Williams in 2019 and Kareem Hunt the two years before that, those guys were top 15, top 10 running backs. If anybody can take the stranglehold there, and I think it's going to be Ronald Jones II, they're going to have a lot of upside on a weekly basis because of how elite that offense is. And plus, let's not forget, that offense is better when they have an actual run game. Don't forget the AFC championship last season where they like refused to run the ball. And I think that part of that is because they didn't trust Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think Ronald Jones II gives them a legitimate other option, and I think he has a very good opportunity to take that role in Kansas City. Another guy to look out for, I think you can have him much later down the board in drafts. Depending on how this preseason goes, Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie for Kansas City, may be another guy that could take more of the work from Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And depending on how this shakes out, y'all, I think Ronald Jones II or maybe even Isaiah Pacheco could finish as a top 15, top 10 running back if they take that lead role in Kansas City. So there you have it, folks. Those are seven running backs that I am buying at their current ADP heading into this season. Stay tuned for the sell list, which are running backs that I will not touch at their current ADP. It's kind of the opposite of this list, you know, buy and sell. So stay tuned for that episode. It will be coming out shortly, as well as the same two episodes for the wide receiver position. If you are somebody who wants to check out a full rankings list, again, check out my Patreon. They are available on there for free, patreon.com slash Mike's Thanks for listening and I'll be back to talk about the running backs I am not buying heading to next season next episode see you